We are chubby. We are live. Good morning, everybody. It's the sexiest host in cryptos. No, it's not. It's just me. Good morning, everyone. I'm sorry. I'm in kind of a weird mood. I didn't know. Didn't get a a lot of sleep last night. The wife got a little frisky and it lasted for hours in my dream while I was sleeping. So you reach a certain age and it even wears you out when you're dreaming about having sex for a long time. Just saying. Okay, back to the program. Uh, um, folks, fellas, guys, gals, everyone, welcome to the show. Now, we have we have everyone in their brother literally freaking out on Bloomberg, Fox News, uh, I think it was even CNBC. All these rich guys on. All these people that they respect. The pillars of industry. The richest people who ever witched. And they're all like, yeah, y'all need to buy some Bitcoin. Uh, Everyone should buy Bitcoin. You're going to want to get some Bitcoin. Now, you hear it from me, and everyone's like, oh, that's just Ben being Ben. But then you hear it from Paul Tudor Jones. And what the fuck kind of name is Tudor? They call me Tater. Then get a new name. Tudor. At least go by Tater. Sounds better. All these rich people are all about Bitcoin. The CEO of BlackRock is, yeah, they call me Tater Sound. BlackRock, the CEO of BlackRock. It's like Bitcoin is a run to security or run to safety, something like that. Yeah. I'm wearing my clown shirt today for two reasons. Number one, we're surrounded by a bunch of fucking clowns. Number two is it scares the hell out of at least 20% of the population. Did you know that 20% of the American population are afraid of clowns? You want to mess with people? Wear this shirt. (laughs) 
Yeah. I think it was actually Paul Tater Jones who actually said that he thinks Bitcoin is the new asset. It will, will, listen, folks, will make people millionaires if they can hold on long enough. Huddle, my friends. Huddle, huddle, huddle. This is, hang on a second. I'm sorry. <clears throat> All of this oxygen's like messing with me. And I had a big old glass of water this morning. So I got to wash it down with coffee. Ah, mother's milk, baby. Mother's milk. Now, folks, if you are not trying to accumulate as much every Friday, I buy. I'm telling you, folks, I don't care. There was one Friday, and this is God's honest truth. One Friday. The whole week I was moving like money around. I was like getting ready to launch the club. And I was like really like re, re, rearranging my money. So the account that had like my Bitcoin money in it, that had like 12. $12.02. Guess how much Bitcoin I bought that week? $12.02 worth of Bitcoin. You think I'm playing, folks? Nope. Not me. Oh, something else. All right, this is a little side note, folks. Uh, the software I broadcast with has uh, some extras on it. I want to try something, and you guys let me know how it looks, all right? How do I look? Do I look smoother? This software says it will make you look younger. Now, I think it makes me just look blurrier, except my eyes. It's supposed to smooth out your skin. Thoughts? Now, this is what I look like with the filter on. This is what I look like without it. Which is better? 
Looks like you got Botox. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, I'm just going El Natural, folks. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I got no reason to lie. I'm, I'm too old and I'm too fat. I don't give a fuck enough to lie. That takes effort and memory, which is limited. Right? What was I saying? Oh, shit. I lost it. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. See, I figure if I use the filter too much and I look too good, the amount of women that are going to be knocking down the club's door will be more than what happens already. Let me tell you a little story, right? There's a little side note. Number one, purchase some Bitcoin. This is the side story. I was once at an event. I had a woman. This is not exaggerating. I have people that can testify in court on a Bible to this. I had a woman at the event follow me to my hotel room. I got into the hotel room. Then she knocked on my door. I look out the little people. And I'm like, can I help you? Hey, Ben, how are you? Yeah, hey, uh, I was just wondering if I could talk to you for a minute. What's the secret password? And she's like, secret password. And I go, yeah, the secret password that my wife gave you to allow you in my room. You get that secret password and I'll let you in. Needless to say, she walked away disappointed because she didn't have a secret password from my wife. Just say it, folks. When you're this sexy, you got to watch out, folks. You got to watch out. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Johnny, I love you. When are we going to do a show together, brother? I had a woman banging on my hotel room all night. I finally had to let her out. <laughs> okay. uh, for those of you who don't know Johnny Midas, right? Johnny Midas is, uh, and you may or may not know him by another name. He's a pretty famous comedian out in California. A great guy. Uh, fucking knows everyone out in L.A. 
Uh, when I head out there, him and I usually grab lunch or something. So, Johnny, shout out, brother. Uh, it's it's the rich people. The rich people are on television telling you, hey, uh, y'all are going to want to get some Bitcoin. And they're giving you reasons, right? They're, they aren't just, right? These are already billionaires, folks. These guys are not looking to make a little extra change. Once you got a billion, folks, I, once you got a billion, in fact, that might be. Once I was actually talking to a billionaire, they're actually relatively normal, a few of them. Um, once I was actually talking to a billionaire, and I had a few, uh, must, uh, what are, what's that champagne drink that you drink in the morning as like champagne? with orange juice, I don't know what you call them, but I had like four of those. I think we were in LA. I had four of those, so I had loosened up a little bit, you know, really, really came out of my shell. <laughs> and uh, and I flat out asked him, what's it like having a billion dollars? What's it like being worth a billion dollars? And he smiled and goes, it's a lot like having 500 million. And I understood what he said. He's like, once you're into the hundreds of millions, it's all just a game. It's it's all just a game. He goes, Dude, I'm telling you, this this guy was a billionaire, right? We're out having breakfast. I'm getting fucked up. And literally, he's sitting there with a pair of shorts on, pair of flip-flops that look like he got at Walmart, and a T-shirt that said, I don't give a fuck. And this guy's a billionaire. And his t-shirt, which was not new, said, I don't give a fuck. With Walmart flip-flops on. The, there's a lot of people who have a lot of money who are just regular folks. But, like us, they just, right, they just, they, in fact, a lot of them are bored. That's absolutely true. A lot of them, that's why Elon Musk is like he is. He, 
He needs that next high. He needs that next challenge. He needs he needs a challenge or he doesn't like life isn't worth it if he isn't under pressure. Then he's an adrenal an adrenaline junkie. But he's an entrepreneur adrenaline junkie. Trump's that way, right? Trump, Trump is not happy unless he has a challenge. Wealthy overachievers are not happy unless they're in the battle. I, I don't remember who it was who said this, but this is a famous quote from someone in history. Warriors hate silence. And it's true. Warriors hate silence. And so these wealthy people who are now announcing all over the damn place. Get, get Bitcoin, get Bitcoin. Hello, Bueller. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> A famous quote from someone in history. I don't know who, but somebody. Oh, by the, by the way, if you didn't watch the three-hour video last night, every Wednesday I do one for Patreon and sub stack. And this afternoon, I do my three o'clock woo-woo show. Woo-woos, dude. Those of you out, out in the chat, who watched the woo-woo show yesterday? I, I know Nash watched uh, that last segment was fire. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm telling you, man, that they, if you ever watch woo-woo, here, let me give you a little taste of the woo-woo show this afternoon at 3 o'clock. It's now been basically proven that Noah, the person known as Noah, was one of the sons of the gods that God sent down. Right? That God, the, the creator, they found a tablet, right, in 2017. I think it was 2017. They found a freaking tablet out in the middle of damn nowhere. Well, when they translated the tablet, it 
it gave them the approximate location for one of the original cities that Adam and Eve, after they were kicked out of the Garden of Eden, that they and their children created. It gave them a location for the city. This old-ass tablet gave them a location for one of the first cities that the children of Adam and Lee and God, it, I don't know if it was the one Cain actually built or not. It was one of them. So now they found the damn city. They it, it was 45 feet underground. 45 feet underground. This mother plucker is old and they're saying that it's probably about 50 to 75,000 years old. Wait a second. That fucks up some timing. Oh, what happened? There I am. I'm back. All right. That was weird. I froze up for a minute. This is getting suspicious. Damn YouTube. All right. Um, all right. I'm only going to be able. Yeah, I've already said too much. All right. But if you want to find out the rest of it, Click the links under here and join Patreon or Sub Stack. And right now, Sub Stack is 20% off. So click the links under the video. All right, now we're going to jump over and dudes and do that. I got a video. I don't know why more people aren't subscribed to this dude's YouTube channel. He only has like like 40, like 40, like 40,000 subs. This dude, of all the dudes, should have a million, a million subs. Do you guys know who this dude right here is? Right? Does anyone know who this guy is? I'll wait.
Yep. All right. This is the guy. Thank you, Johnny. This guy's name is hard to pronounce. Safe, Safiadin Abonis. All right. This dude wrote a book called The Bitcoin Standard. This mother plucker, you talk about, you talk about knowing everything. This, this guy is an Austrian economics genius, next level genius. And yes, he is Greek. Uh, we're going to listen to some of the interview between. Now, tell me, dude, you. All right, I got to say something, and it may be hard, hard to hear for some people. All right. This is how nerdy I get on this. All right. Watching this interview between. Safe Dean and Michael Saylor and a guy named Patrick Newman. All right. If 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 you don't know, but yeah, uh, he might be from Lebanon. I'm not sure. I thought he was Greek. Dude, this kind of video literally gives me a mental erection. I'll pause. Because listening to these guys talk makes me smarter. It makes my brain bigger because these guys are like into. Sorry, Letha. <laughs> She's like, Man, come on now. I'm sorry. Hey, I I love Corvettes. I love motorcycles. I love my wife. I love a lot of things. But when it comes to intellectual conversations, this is the creme de la creme of intellectual conversations. Everyone hit like and subscribe to whatever channel you're watching. Right? This is the creme de la creme, folks. Now, I want you to listen carefully. Uh, what did you think of Conceived in Liberty? Well, so first, you know, I want to say for the record, I got all these books and I stacked them on my uh, end table in my uh, in my uh, bedroom in Miami Beach. 
and it was a lot of books and uh, they were very tall. And uh, first I tried to ignore them. And then I went and I started thumbing through them. And uh, it was a bit daunting. But um, before I actually uh, did Conceived in Liberty, I actually uh, read an Austrian perspective on the history of economic thought by Rothbard. And, uh, and so that kind of traced from 2000 BC forward all of the, um, all of the economic thinkers. And, uh, and it was kind of a story of someone comes up with a good economic idea, they get smashed down. Someone else comes up with a, a good economic idea that's rational, let people keep their stuff, they get smashed down. Someone else comes along every hundred years, there's an intelligent person in some country or some civilization that points out that if you don't steal all the property from all the people and crush them to death, it'll be good for morale and you might actually grow the economy. And, and always there's a little fire and then they always get smashed down and it goes on and on and on and on and on all the way, you know, up through, you know, uh, Locke and, and, uh, the liberal ideas of the, uh, of, uh, you know, Reformation Europe. And after I finished that, you know, and that, uh, and that's, All right, sorry guys on YouTube. I got to drop you. YouTube gets a little squirrely after a half hour. The Al Gore, Al Gore rhythms, um, they get a little iffy. So everyone watching on YouTube, click the link under here, watch the rest of the, this one's gonna be probably, sorry guys, about a two-hour show. So if you're watching on YouTube, click the link under the video. Join us on Patreon or on Substack. Continue to watch the full show. We got about an hour and a half to two more hours of this show. Then at 3 o'clock, we got woo-woo. So that's going to be another hour and a half show. People ask me, Ben, what's wrong with your voice? Oh, nothing. I did five shows yesterday. Five. Five. That's one. That's six minus one. That's five. Okay. So, YouTube, you go bye-bye. Join us on Substack or Patreon. Bye-bye, YouTube.